I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags my time. I just get tingly feeling in my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Highcity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Life, life, life. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are diving headfirst into all things cheating. You guys will find out which one of us is a cheater and we tell a heartbreaking story of who's been cheated on. Stay tuned, it's a goodie. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hello, Matt. Hello, Anna. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you going? I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty rattled. You're rattled? (laughs) Yeah. Why? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I had a dream last night that... Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I'm worried. Yeah. Well, it was featuring you. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> tell, tell us more. Well, it wasn't like that sort of dream. It was like... <laughs> oh, my God. I was, I was... Just in case anyone was wondering, I was not expecting this. <laughs> All right. So, I'll tell you what happened. We... um. We actually went on a date night. So, we went to, I think it was, it looks like in my dream, St. Kilda Seabass, you know, that restaurant like on the beach. Yep. You were dressed in like a like a lovely black cocktail dress. <laughs> I had a nice tight shirt. <laughs> and I remember like we met there and then like we walked in and uh, we had dinner. Yeah. Okay. It was a- <laughs> so, it was a romantic dinner. It was a romantic dinner, yeah. And I woke up and I was like sweating and I was like- you woke up sweating. I was like, well, that was weird. But let's- <laughs> Okay, million dollar question. Did we kiss in the dream? After the date? Yeah. Well, At the end of the date. Well, I'm a gentleman, so I never kiss and tell. Oh, oh my God. Matt, why are you having dreams about me? Well, I thought about it on the drive here and I was like, you know what? It's probably because you called me at 11.30 at night and were just telling me all your guy problems. And, it probably, <laughs> and then I was like falling asleep and I fell straight asleep and it must have been fresh on my mind. I'm that guy problem. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, is that I actually don't have guy problems at the moment. Yeah, but it wasn't problem. I throw problems around your guy stories. <laughs> What's happening in your love life, I guess. I was giving you the full on one. Yeah, you're giving me the, yeah, the update. Well, do you want to give everyone else the update? Yeah, so I'm seeing a guy at the moment. It's going really well, like almost to the point where it's going too well. We just get along like a house on fire. We have good chat. Everything's easy. Really good sexual chemistry. <laughs> I think I'm simping over him a little bit. You're simping, are you? Yeah. Do you want to explain what simping means for those of you <laughs> listening who don't know what it means? Okay. So simping means I've been guilty of this as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're a simp. <laughs> when you infatuate over someone, allowing them to take over your mind and cause you to do things <laughs> for them you wouldn't normally do. Sounds sounds a bit intense. So, <laughs> what are you doing that you naturally wouldn't do or normally wouldn't do? I mean, 
I think I just want to see him all the time and he wants to see me all the time. So it's working out really well. Um, so he's simping over you. I think he's simping over me as much as I'm simping over him. A couple of simps. But yeah, we are a couple of simps. <laughs> but the problem is, is that as we kind of touched on in episode one, mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. <laughs> so I guess we're kind of in a situationship at the moment and we haven't really defined anything. So I really like him. I think he really likes me. I'm pretty sure he really likes me. Like all of the signs are there, but we're not exclusive. We're not boyfriend and girlfriend. So then those little thoughts start to creep into my head. Like, is he seeing anyone else? Is he sleeping with anyone else? You know? And so. Well, probably not when he's spending six nights a week in the house. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing on that one other night when you're not with me? But yeah, so I. Obviously called Matt last night, late at night, having a bit of a meltdown, being like, I don't know what's, should I bring up the conversation? I don't know what's happening. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. So we haven't had the chat, but I'm at a point where I do want to have the chat because I'm not hooking up with anyone else. And I'm hoping that he's kind of on the same page. So you're telling me you're going to have the chat between this episode and the next episode. Should I commit to that? (laughs) Well, we might be starting next week's episode with you saying, <laughs> I'm exclusive. <laughs> or it went horribly wrong. Or, oh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I was thinking so positive. Yeah, Matt, I just, Matt just crushed me back down to reality then. No, good luck. I hope it goes well. And it will. I've seen anyway. you guys together. Yeah. yeah. You like it. Oh, yeah, he's a very funny man. <laughs> not as funny as me. <laughs> it's not a competition. <laughs> Anyway, enough about me. Tell me about the girl that you've been seeing at the moment. Um, so, like, this is the girl that we were talking about. We went on the double date with on the last episode. Uh, we've been hanging out a fair bit. She came around and met all my roomies. Okay, that's a big step. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> I <laughs> mean. What was their thoughts? They liked her. They thought she was funny, but there was just a couple of things that I told them that they were a bit iffy on. Right. So there was two things in particular. Okay. Share with the group. Okay. So the first one was she. we obviously had a couple of drinks at mine and she crashed at mine. Mm-hmm. And the next morning we woke up, you know, cuddling, all that sort of stuff. And then she said that she just abruptly was like, I'm going to leave. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. all right. I thought we uh-huh. could get some breakfast, you know, watch a movie, cuddle, the stuff I like to do. <laughs> That's like a very needy. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you'd been locked in for the day. Yeah, I was like, I've cleared my calendar for you. <laughs> and she goes, I want to go. She's like, yeah, I want to go um, find myself. I'm going to go take my shoes off and get grounded in a park and go for a swim in the in the bay. And I was I like. I mean, we love a me day. That's I've, fine. I've got nothing against a me day. Go do your me Ma- day. Matt just prefers a wee day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, okay, all right, see you then. So. She leaves, I chat to my mates, order some Uber Eats, have a little bit of a nap, my food comes and I go, you know what, Sunday, hungover in bed, I'm going to do what I always do, I'm just going to have a scroll of the, the dating apps, you know, just have a swipe, nothing. Just not- as like something to do. Past time, I've checked my Instagram, nothing's being updated on there. <laughs> so I was like, so just swiping through and believe it or not, the second person that comes up on the dating app no. and it literally says, <laughs> just joined. Oh no. <laughs> was Uh-oh. her. Uh-oh. Okay. So I was like, well, look, I, I was like. Okay, it's not great, but now that I'm thinking about it, you were also on the dating app, so you you both departed 
he went separate ways and then you both went straight to the dating app. So you're both keeping your options open. Yeah, we are. So I'm not mad about going on the dating app. It's more like you said you were going to go find yourself, get grounded. <laughs> didn't mean, I didn't know that was swiping for boys <laughs> on your phone, swiping right. No, I, I was on the dating app. She's on the dating app. So I guess I can't be mad. I'm not mad. It was just like, oof. I was like, busy girl. <laughs> Mainly because you wanted to hang out with her. Yeah, I wanted to hang out with her. And maybe she... Didn't, didn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. What's the second red flag that the roomies are a bit iffy about? All right, I just want to start by saying you can't make this up. <laughs> this one is <laughs> this is 100% the truth. <laughs> I was here on this night and let me tell you, you actually can't make this shit up. This is wild. <laughs> this, this is the reason why we started a podcast. Yeah. This stuff actually happens to us. With, this is word for word what happened. So you, myself, and our producer, Amber, went out for some drinks. Yep. So we're having some drinks. We're having dinner. Uh, the girl I'm seeing was out. Your the guy you're seeing came to our drinks, and I invited her to mine. And then she said, "I'm at the Botanical, which is a club in Melbourne." And she's a like, bar. "A bar." And she was like, "Come now." She pretty much summoned me, didn't she? She summoned you there. She's like, "Come <laughs> now. now!" Like just in caps lock, <laughs> in t- like I think it was like three different messages. And I was like, "All right, guys, we're going. Let's go pack yeah. up." So we all left. We hopped in different Ubers. You and your bloke hopped in one. Me and <laughs> you and your bloke. <laughs> <laughs> me and Amber hopped in ours, and then we went to the bot. So. When we arrived, Amber and me were walking down. We're walking down the hill. <laughs> en route to the bar. So from where we were to the bot takes, what, a maximum of five minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we're walking down the hill and there's like people walking out, walking in, and then this this guy and this girl are w- holding hands, walking towards Amber and myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then they got closer and I'm like, she looks familiar. <laughs> And who was it, Matt? It was the girl I'm seeing. <laughs> so basically what you're telling me is this girl you're seeing has summoned you <laughs> summoned. to see to go and see her immediately. And within 10 minutes of you arriving at the bar that she told you to meet her at, she was leaving with someone else. Yeah, she was leaving with another girl. <laughs> Another guy. So they're walking out. They're walking towards us, and then they, he puts his arm around her, and I'm like, "Like, what's going on? What are you guys doing?" And then he turns around. And he's like, "We're getting a drink, mate. What's the big deal?" Whoa. And I was like, "I was like, no, no, no." And I said her name, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And then she like she was looking at the ground. And she looked up, and she's like, "Matt, Matt." And she came and gave me a hug, and she's like, "Like, thank God you're here." Like I was, um, like she said that was like Inception. Like what about the timing? And I was like, Inception. This isn't a dream inside of a dream. I'm like, this is reality, and you are leaving with that guy. <laughs> going home with someone else. <laughs> and then I like she goes, "No, I wasn't leaving with him." And I was like, I looked her like dead in the eyes, and I was like, "You're literally <laughs> pretty much kissing this guy, leaving, and you're not." And she goes, "I wasn't leaving." And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> "Were you a little confused?" I was like, what? "Is that gaslighting? Is that like gaslighting? Is when you know something is fact? So I know the sky is blue, and someone's like, the sky is green, and you're like, no, it's blue, and they're like, no, well, that's a hundred percent. It's green. So you're like, I know you were leaving with that guy, and she's like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> we're planning each other's hair. Yeah, no, she, they were genuinely leaving together. So, yeah, that was the second red flag that my mates were a bit iffy on. So Did that break your heart a little bit? 
Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> it was a bit shit to see. Did it kind of feel like maybe you were being cheated on, even although you weren't together and aren't together? And when not saying it was cheating, but it kind of maybe felt a little bit like that. Look, we there's no conversation of what we are. We're not having any of those chats. But in the situation or the situationship we were in, I expect the bare minimum. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that's bare, all I want. The bare minimum being? <laughs> the bare minimum is if you invite me to a bar <laughs> in, the, in the five minutes it takes my Uber to get there. <laughs> Please don't leave. <laughs> yeah, don't leave with another guy. Let alone, yeah, just, just, just hold on for me. I'm getting there. I told I'm on route. Yeah, I told you I'm on my way. I mean, look, so I, you're not asking for a lot. I'm not asking for much, am I? <laughs> so we'll see where that goes. I did feel quite, I did feel quite betrayed. It hurt. Aww. It did. Well, look, on that note, let's get into our cheating episode. <laughs> Okay, Anna, what do you think cheating is? Obviously, there is different versions of it. What's your opinion of it? I mean, I think the standard that I would set for myself is if I'm doing something that I wouldn't do if my partner was right beside me, then it's probably cheating. Like, would I send this guy a flame emoji if my boyfriend was sitting right beside me? Probably not. So I probably shouldn't do it if he's not there. The old flame emoji says. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know that you're well-versed in the flame emoji. Well, I think obviously everyone has a different version of cheating. Hmm. So in my opinion, for me, it would be something that I feel guilty about. But I would think if I felt guilty and I was like, hang on, like I wouldn't like that happening to me, Yeah. then that, I figure that as a cheating. Yeah, I think that's totally a valid point. And I think in relationships, trust is so important and breaking that trust in a relationship is so damaging. There are different types of cheating, right? So there's... There's three main ones. There's three main ones. So there's physical cheating, which is pretty self-explanatory, just breaking that touch barrier, whether it's kissing, having sex with, or anything in between. Then there's emotional cheating. Which is when someone establishes a close relationship with someone else who isn't their partner, which means like they're talking to someone, they're meeting up with someone, they're just emotionally investing in someone that isn't their partner. Yeah, developing a bond or a longing for someone else. So it's a lot deeper. Some would say a lot worse than maybe even physical cheating. What do you think's worse? It's a good question. It's tricky. It is. I would have to say physical. I'd say physical too. Like I'd say physical. Like you could fall into that situation. It could be with a like a work employee. It could be with someone that like, you know, that you're spending a lot of time with through default. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it okay, no, but there's a bit more understanding. Physical cheating, you literally have to like it takes two to tango. (laughs) Like you have to be as will you know what I mean? And you have to put yourself in that situation to to do it. I mean, look, no no type of cheating is good, but I think the physical cheating, it's so hard. I think they're both just as bad as each other, if I'm being really honest. And then the third one is micro-cheating. Explain to us what micro-cheating is. It's the act of flirting with someone continuously or like little touching with someone in appropriate ways in the small things that are insinuating like... That, that you, maybe you're not in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. That you're single. That, and you like someone. And yeah. And you like just micro-cheating. Okay. 
Yeah. So just like flirting with someone at a bar could be considered as micro-cheating. Flame reacting to people's stories. Okay. That's micro-cheating. Okay. Because it's not really talking to anyone, but it's like you're insinuating that you're single. So it could be like liking a girl's bikini photo on Instagram. Micro-cheating. Yeah. And everyone has different levels and standards and boundaries that they set up in their own relationships. And they should set them early as well so the other partner knows what you expect from them. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. And I think what's cheating in one relationship might be really accepted in another. So I think it's good to remember that everyone's relationships are different and I think we have to respect those boundaries that people set up in their own relationships. So in saying that, why do people actually cheat? Well, there's multiple different reasons of why people cheat, I feel, but one of the main ones I would say is not enough love and attention from their partner. They might need it. Their partner might be busy with work, might be busy with uh, their children, you know, all different sorts of stuff. So they're looking for that love somewhere else. Yeah, and sad, but, yeah, that's the sort of things that happen. Yeah, and, I mean, I guess that's kind of like, um, when people get into relationship ruts yeah. and they're just so on routine and doing the same thing and nothing's new and exciting and they get a bit bored. And then the thrill of cheating might be what they needed to stimulate their their life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're going to say something else. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, stimulate it works their life. Yeah. <laughs> that works too. I mean, I think that another um, huge reason that people cheat is – Um, they don't have the balls to break up with their partner. So they kind of go into this self-destructive mode where they kind of go a bit rogue and they don't try and cover up the cheating. They're pushing limits. Yeah, they want to get found out Yeah, because they're breaking up with people, as we know, is so difficult. It's a bold strategy, Brett. <laughs> yeah, but I think sometimes also people do it subconsciously. Like yeah. subconsciously they're not happy, so they're, they're willing to push those limits. Yeah. Do you reckon that people cheat because they think that the grass is greener? Absolutely. I think a yeah. lot of people, they see their single mates, their single roommates, their single siblings, friends. Like They're all single and they're having fun. They're going out having fun, but... It looks like a fun time being single though, right? It It, looks like a great time. It does. But (laughs) look, I'm going to say the grass isn't always greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. Amen to that. (laughs) So if you're in a relationship and you think that being single is better, I think that maybe you should focus on the relationship and try and make that work and make that fun. Yeah. Go go out with your partner. and (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've spoken about this. To find someone who you really connect with, who you click with, that is so special. That's so amazing. And not everyone finds that. So if you're lucky enough to have found that, And it's the right timing for you and things have aligned. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. You know, when you meet someone and you have that spark and your best friends, invest your energy into that. I think also a reason why people think the grass is greener, that type of phenomenon exists, is because of social media, because everything looks so perfect and guys and girls go onto social media and they look at you know, these, um, like, amazing accounts Mm. with fun and excitement and travel and amazing lifestyles and everyone just... Everyone looking dressed up really nice, looking really hot. Yeah, and they think, oh, my God, I'm sitting here at home watching TV with this guy (laughs) and I'm missing out on life. (laughs) missing out on all these other guys that, yeah, going out and having fun. But 
again, people put onto social media what they want people to see. It's curated. Yeah. It's it's a very small portion of what's actually going on in someone's life. And nine times out of ten, if someone has an absolutely killer feed, they're not enjoying that party. They're there taking a million photos <laughs> yeah. so that you think that they're enjoying that party. And then they're looking through them all and favouriting which ones they want. Exactly. Yeah, and then they're editing. And, yeah. you know, it's a big process. Don't go down this social media black hole of thinking someone else's life is much better than yours because nine times out of ten it's not. Not at all. Okay, guys, it's time to play Where's Their Head At? Our quickfire quiz where you guys have sent in scenarios and we tell you whether it's cheating, not cheating, or just disrespectful. Okay, so the first one is staring at another girl's boobs or bum, cheating, disrespectful, or not cheating. That's just disrespectful to your partner and the girl. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) I think it's disrespectful. Watching porn. Not cheating. I think not cheating, but um, I think if you are substituting your partner (laughs) for porn, then it's a bit of a disrespectful situation. Like if you're watching porn all the time and then they want to have sex with you and you're like, sorry, I'm good, then maybe (laughs) you should rethink that. (laughs) I've already done. (laughs) Liking other girls' bikini posts. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. I won't do that if I'm in a relationship. Yep. Keeping exes' nudes. Uh, what do you need them for? Exactly. I think it's cheating. I would I say it's cheating. mildly cheating. Mildly cheating. Because what are you doing with those nudes <laughs> of your ex? I mean. <laughs> who's making these questions? Who's, who's even, <laughs> what's going on out there? <laughs> so where's your head at, fam? <laughs> savage. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you think? I would say just disrespectful. Very disrespectful. What do you need him for? Almost cheating. I think I think mildly cheating. Yeah. Okay. Flirting with other people. Is it flirting with intent or a chat with intent? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's I think it's crossing the line. It is. It's not it's not nice. That's that's micro cheating. That's micro cheating, like we spoke about. So that's I mean technically cheating. Technically cheating, yeah. I mean, but I think a little bit of a flirt here and there is okay. Not right in front of your partner. What are you going to do when they're not there? It's <laughs> dodgy. No. I, I mean, if my my partner was flirting with a guy in front of me, I'd be a bit like... So you're like, that's fine. Don't flirt with him in front of me. But when I'm not here, I'll go for your life. Yeah, you know, it's just bliss. <laughs> Telling another girl she's pretty. Again, where's the intent? Like, if you're just telling them they look nice, I mean... I don't think that's cheating. That's not cheating. No, no. I don't think that's cheating. No, no, I don't think so. Goes to a party without telling you. Technically not cheating, like, pretty disrespectful. Pretty disrespectful. But, and mean, why aren't you telling? What are you doing at the party? <laughs> some people don't need to tell their partners their every movement, though. Yeah, and again, that comes to relationship boundaries and yeah. what each relationship does but in a relationship with me, I would. I was about to say probably be pissed. I was about to say, where are you? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, t- movements, please. <laughs> no, we're not that crazy. Where are we? <laughs> um, okay, going to the strip club secretly. Yeah, that's cheating. I'd say we're well, not cheating. You're not doing anything, but that's just 
These are hard because it falls into the category of like disrespectful. Yeah, I think they're falling into the disrespectful category as well. Uh, but it's boundaries, like we said earlier, on the but, they, but I feel like all of these things seem a bit dodgy. Like they could be doing something really wrong. Like why are you going to a party and not telling your partner? Seems I think bit- it's safe to say if they're doing this dodgy stuff. <laughs> There's probably other dodgy stuff happening. Probably. Yeah, like this isn't the. <laughs> I, I think when these, when all of these um, types of things start to build up, you can probably start to get a bit worried. <laughs> yeah, start to worry a bit. <laughs> okay, the last one is flicking through a dating app when you're in a relationship, but not necessarily meeting up with people. Cheating. I think cheating as well. In, in, I reckon in this day and age, a massive thing is when you get into a relationship with someone, it's a step you delete your dating apps. Totally. You, I completely agree. You delete them. So the fact that you've still got them, yeah. I think is a red flag. And I think as well, like social media, some would argue, is kind of like a dating app because you're getting <laughs> right? Yeah, you, it is. You, you agree? I agree 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, I think as at a bare minimum to delete your actual dating apps, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not like you're, you're deleting all your social media the moment you get into a relationship. Um, and, yeah, just ha- having respect yep. is, a, is a huge one. And that was There's Their Head Up. Thanks for playing. Okay, so the burning question here is, Who's the cheater and who's been cheated on? <laughs> Would you like to go first? I mean, yeah, I've never cheated on a partner. I've been cheated on yeah. quite badly, which I'm going to share in a minute, but Matt is the cheater. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I was, um, I cheated on my girlfriend when I was 17. Okay. So uh, I was young. Like, I mean, I've learned from that. Like, yeah. It's you know it's one of those things where she was such a great girl, awesome girl. If I, timing was different, who would have known? But it's a shame that I had to learn that lesson through her. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it's a shame, and I'm and I feel bad that I heard it. Even when I think about it now, I still feel bad. Yeah, but it was one of those things. Like I was 17. It was my 18th birthday. I went out. I never really grew up being like a like a good looking guy. So like I went through puberty and I started getting all these girls' attention and I didn't right. know what to do with it. And I was out in a club and I just So yeah. it could have been an ego thing, which is a reason why people cheat. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. It was an ego thing. It yeah. fueled my ego at the time. And I went around and I I kissed a couple of girls and um <laughs> Jeez, you didn't even go for one. <laughs> I mean like it, it, and again the relationship was on the rocks at the time okay. anyway. It wasn't like we were in this like like ideal relationship. It wasn't. But it's still cheating. It's still cheating nonetheless. It's still cheating. Talk me through this. You'd gone out that night, you got drunk, you kissed a couple of girls. What was that feeling when you first woke up in the morning and remembered what had happened the night before? Guilt. Riddled with guilt. Yeah, riddled with guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Hungover. (laughs) The guilty. Yeah, it was. And I mean So it's not a good feeling. It's not. The reason I haven't done it since is because like of that feeling. Of that feeling, yeah. Did it weigh on you? Yeah. Yeah. It did, yeah. And and it's and I even like I feel hard I feel difficult talking about it now, as you can tell. Like I just it it was she was a really nice girl and I I hate to have learnt that lesson with her. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you went to family dinner. Yeah, for my birthday, my eighteenth. Yeah. And yeah, she found out and broke up with me and Really, haven't spoken much to her since. Wow. Yeah, I've dated her for two years, 16 to 18. So she was your first proper girlfriend. Yeah, the puppy love stage. Yeah. <sighs> is what it is. That's heartbreaking. What about yourself? You said you got cheated on. 
I've yeah, I've been on the other end. Oh yeah. So so I'm on like the <laughs> How old were you when the I was nineteen and Oof. again it was my first like you, my first I think my first love. Like this was the first guy who I loved. Yeah. And it was a bit of a rocky relationship. He was a DJ. <laughs> I was red a club flag. Pro- I was a club promoter. <laughs> That's a red flag. Ma- match made in heaven. <laughs> if they're a DJ, it's a red flag. <laughs> and he ended up running a party up in Byron Bay for schoolies. Cool. And so he was a bit older, so he was technically a toolie, but red flag. <laughs> so many red flags. <laughs> I wasn't seeing any of them. <laughs> and yeah, we were together. I dropped him off at the airport so he could go to Byron. Nice of you. Very nice of me. Picked him up seven days later. Um and the first like major telltale sign that he had cheated on me was after I had picked him up from his seven-day vacation in Byron Bay where he was partying every night. He got in the car and just kept looking at me deeply into my eyes and staring at me as I was driving and just kept saying, you're so beautiful, I'm so lucky to be with you. And then actually got to a point where he started tearing up, being like, I just love you so much. Like he was like, started crying. And I was like, God. Can you, know. you be any more guilty? <laughs> well, <laughs> at the time I was just like, he's so cute. He loves me so much. But so in hindsight, lucky. it's so obvious. <laughs> the 19-year-old me was just, I was just lapping it up. <laughs> All the attention, you're like, yeah. All the reassurance. <laughs> yeah. Like, so How'd you find out then? Okay, so two months later, we were still together. <laughs> oh, I, so I knew, I, yeah, I didn't find out straight away. And I actually went to coffee with his best friend two months later. As a date? What? Just as friends. Oh, just as friends. Yeah, we were all friends. I was friends with all of his friends. And I went to coffee with his best friend. And during coffee, mid-coffee, his best friend said to me, and keeping in mind the best friend was the only way that I would have ever found out. He sold out his best mate. (laughs) (laughs) So basically I'm sitting at coffee and he looked at me and he said, I have something to tell you. And then I was like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, 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 I can't say it. I can't say it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And at that point I was like, I'm finding out what it is (laughs) that you have to say. And I basically pulled it out of his best friend. And he was like, you just don't deserve this. You're a great girl. I think you're amazing. And your boyfriend cheated on you six times in seven days when he was in schoolies at Byron Bay. Six in seven days. Six girls in seven days. And wow. When I confronted You're going to do it. <laughs> he went big. Go he big. went, he went hard. <laughs> he needed that rest day, though. I can laugh about it now, but at the time oh, it was yeah. devastating. It- I've never been so heartbroken in my whole life. Like, I remember being like, I will never get over this moment. Has it given you trust issues going forward? Major trust issues, major, because... I think as well, like when a partner is going on holiday, you're really giving them a big level of your trust. And to have that smashed. Especially to schoolies. Especially to schoolies. Yeah, that's heaps of trust. And he was calling me every single night. So every night that he got home, sometimes I'd be asleep and he'd call me at like 2 a.m. being like, hey, I just got home. I love you. Just wanted to let you know. 
hangs up the phone and goes into the room to sleep with the girl. I mean, it's wild. <laughs> he, the, the levels he went to were wild. But anyway, I ended up after the coffee with his friend. Did you call him out on it, obviously? Yeah, I called him and confronted him about it. And he completely denied it, like went into full deny, deny, deny mode, which we're going to talk about. The deny, deny, deny. Is what a lot of people do when they're caught out cheating. Yeah, it's that culture that we kind of have in this society where people think it's better to not be honest with their partner and to let them live in this fairyland bubble. Say he was honest and had said, yes, Anna, I fucked up. I... I fucked up. I slept with six girls in seven nights. I mean, I feel like a, a fuck up's like after the first night you call them and say, I, I did that. I think six, it's a, it's an intentional thing. And so, therefore, even if he was honest, was still, <laughs> yeah, he's still, still in the bin. Yeah, you're right. I, I tried to give him benefit of the doubt, but fuck, bro, you he, did it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. <laughs> yeah, and so he denied it. And so his best friend, because he didn't want to be seen as a liar, actually ended up... Are they still friends? No, that was the end of their friendship. <laughs> Did you have a crack at the best friend then? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but he, the friend actually ended up going through all of the club photos from the schoolies events and found this photo, zoomed in on it, and he had a hickey on his neck. And this is my ex-boyfriend or my boyfriend of the time who hickey. cheated. Yeah, he had a hickey on From his one neck. of his one-night stands. From one of his one-night stands. And when I asked him about it, his response was, oh, did I forget to tell you about the fight I got in where I <laughs> landed on my neck? Did I forget to mention that? And at that point I was like, this is so well. <laughs> Bah. <laughs> what a dipshit. What an idiot, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Like, at least make it believable. Like, surely there's a better say excuse. You, say you just, yeah, your mate gave it to you. I don't know. Fuck, <laughs> something better than that. <laughs> I mean, look, I think honesty is the best policy, but yeah. in that situation, just be honest. Like, yeah. you've been caught out. You've already been caught out, but let's not make up a miscellaneous fight that never happened. It didn't happen. <laughs> You see the other guy, though, the amount of hickeys he's got from me. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> okay, so when you've caught your partner cheating, there's a few things that they can do. The first one is deny. So there's this massive culture and mentality around deny, deny, deny. I think especially with males. Would you agree? I would tend to agree with that, yeah, that the... When I did it when I was younger, I had that mentality of deny, yeah. deny, deny. Like, if I don't believe it. <laughs> did it really happen? Did it really happen? It's a fugazi. It didn't happen. Like, if I don't believe it, you don't believe it. It never happened. It wasn't a thing. Uh, I, I feel that that's it's really shit way about going about it. Obviously, that guilt you have to walk around with, you have to live with that knowing yeah. that you did cheat on your partner, your significant other. and It's a burden, right? Yeah, it can eat away at you. And if you continue to stay with them, like, I don't know how you can do that. It just would be eating away. You'd be at the back of your mind. You'd continuously think, I've cheated on this person that I love. For someone that's not really even worth it, who I don't really know or whatever, whatever the circumstances is, it's just not worth it. And I think it is a younger mentality. Like you said that you did that when you're younger, but now you've kind of evolved and you realize that Honesty is the best policy. It is. And I feel like if you're honest about it, then you've got nothing to hide and your conscience is clear. 
Exactly. And you can sleep well at night. Knowing I fucked up, but I was honest and I expressed it and yeah. I told him. And I think sometimes if you do something that might have crossed the line or something that's a bit out of character, I think the best thing to do is just to be honest about it. Yeah. Like I'm not saying go have sex with someone and then, you know, I'm not I'm not saying you should cheat on someone, but in relationships I'm sure there are things that people do. No one's perfect. No one's perfect, right? And yeah. I think if you're honest with your partner, it can build a closer bond because you realise that whatever happens, I know that they're going to be honest with me. And we did a poll on our Where's Your Head At pod Instagram page and we asked you guys, would you prefer to know if your partner cheated on you even if it was never going to happen again? And 86% of the people on our page said that they would prefer to know. And I think it was really telling as well that 73% of you guys thought that it was better if your partner was honest with you about the cheating. So people would rather find out than have it kept a secret from them. Yeah, I think people want like an honest, open relationship at the end of the day. We all want that. No one wants to be, number one, be in a deceitful relationship and no one wants to be harboring guilt and secrets from their partner. Imagine everyone else knows but you don't know as well. That's my worst nightmare. Genuinely, one of the scariest things to me is walking into a room with my boyfriend hand in hand. I've imagined this scenario so many times. (laughs) Me walking in to a room with my boyfriend hand in hand and then there's a group of girls in the corner or a group of people and they're like, oh, her boyfriend's cheating on her with this person or he's been hooking up with this person or he's been talking to my friend. That's my worst nightmare. That would be brutal if it was I was in the same situation with a girl and that happened. I would fuck, that would kill you, wouldn't it? It would absolutely kill you. And yeah. it's, it also feels like your partner's disrespected you, but then they're also humiliating you because yeah. they're allowing other people to talk about you behind your back. And that's just not okay. I used to feel like ignorance is bliss, but definitely not. It's like not. You need, yeah, you want to know. I used to feel like if they cheated on me, just break up with me and don't tell me. Do you know what I mean? But then again, you would probably want to know why they did break up with you. Yeah. I think it's good to know the whole story of why things have deteriorated because as we've spoken about in the past, every relationship is a lesson. And if you're being hidden from the, the, the lesson, the lesson, <laughs> how are you going to grow and how are you going to learn for your next relationship? Exactly. And right. know what to do so you don't get yourself stuck in that same situation. Yeah. I think as well, another thing that people do when they get caught cheating is gaslight. So you you mentioned gaslighting earlier when, yeah. <laughs> when they say something isn't True, but it clearly is. When you know for a fact that something is true. Like you saw them leaving with someone (laughs) and they say they didn't. You're like, yeah. And then you start questioning your own reality. You're like, am I going crazy? Is this this a me problem? (laughs) And it's toxic. It is. Yeah, I've been with gaslighting people before and, um, yeah, it's definitely toxic. It makes you question your whole sense of reality, your whole sense of sanity, like what's going on. Like yeah. You just feel generally as a whole unsettled. Yeah. You just never really can relax. <laughs> That's how it feels. It does. I think it also makes you feel vulnerable and just like you're in the wrong for accusing them 
of such a thing. Like, how could you accuse me of doing that? You know? So it's, it's really toxic and it's really dangerous. There's a lot of people who study body language as well. So they know exactly what a liar is going to do. Like, are they going to look to the left or the right? Or uh, like, are they going to tell me the truth? So they'll ask their partner a question and then they'll just study the shit out of their body language and they'll make their own mind up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> people go to extreme lengths. People do go to extreme lengths. To catch their partners cheating. What are some of them? Yeah. So we asked you guys on our socials and there were some great ones. Some, some people, great ones. So people have gone to some extreme lengths. I mean, some of them I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> some people have flown into state to follow their partner because they know they're out of town for work and they're making sure that what they're doing is work. And a lot of the time they have caught them cheating from the stories that we heard. Yeah, they've hired PIs, oh. adding their location settings to their phone so they can track their partner's every movement. Track their every move. So, share, yeah, sharing their location. I think a big one was keeping track of their Snapchat score. So they're checking to see how much their score's going up by. Then they can basically tell how many people they're talking to. I used to have a mate that um, when it was like Snapchat top friends and he used to, so he used to, you know how you used to have a top friend on Snapchat yeah. and you could see people's top friends? He would obviously talk to girls on Snapchat when he was with his partner so they wouldn't get, he wouldn't get caught out. <laughs> yeah. But he'd you'd randomly during the day get random messages, Snapchat photos of him and he's like, ha ha, what are you up to today? And you'd just be like. So he's trying to get you into his top friends. <laughs> That's so naughty. To hide the girl. And you'd just be, your phone would be going off and you'd be like literally his one-way conversation with whatever girl he was talking wow. to at the time. And you're like, what the fuck are they talking about now? <laughs> So the top way that people would try and catch their partners out for cheating we found that people sent in was... Was they make a fake account, they add a profile picture that they know is their partner's type. So someone who they know their partner would normally go for if they weren't with them. And then they start trying to talk to their partner as a fake account and see if they buy it. Imagine the lengths you have to go to. You have to find the photos. You have to make the account look genuine. So you have to buy followers, buy comments, buy likes. Imagine the lengths you have to go to to do that. People are willing to go to those lengths. At that point, you just think like, all right, maybe. But you know what? The, the crazy thing about doing that is that a lot of the people caught their partner talking back and, I mean, essentially emotionally or micro-cheating and a lot of people said that they broke up with their partner because of this. I'm speechless so, about that one for the first time. So like, be careful. <laughs> yeah. Like my dumb ass would get <laughs> Yeah, you, I feel like you would. You would <laughs> no, I wouldn't. If I really like someone, I wouldn't reply back to anyone. Like, yeah. I wouldn't. If you really like them, you wouldn't. But if you weren't 100%. <laughs> Sub. <laughs> Flame react. So, if you caught out your partner for cheating, if it was in any of those ways, like a fake account, you tracked their movements, anything like that, would you take them back after uh, knowing they've possibly slept with someone, kissed someone, or they have emotionally cheated on you? I'm going to say no. I think in the situation that I'm in right now, it's a strong no from me. I just, I think obviously because I've been cheated on so badly in the past, it's very triggering to me, any sort of cheating. And I think if I was in a situation where I had kids, I might see things 
through a different lens. But as it stands, I just think any sort of cheating is unacceptable to me. And I know what I'm like. If someone cheated on me, I know that they're going to get crazy Anna incoming hard and fast. Like I would be on their phone. I'd be asking them like where they're going. If they're talking to someone who I don't know, I'd be like, who's that? I just, I honestly, and it's not even for their benefit. I just wouldn't want to put myself through that emotional turmoil of just feeling completely caught up and overwhelmed with that situation. Because as we've said, relationships are all about trust. And once that trust is gone, it takes an enormous amount of effort to build it back up. Yeah, I agree. And I think if someone's willing to put your relationship in jeopardy, then that's not for me. And I mean- They mustn't have much value on it if they're willing to- They don't respect you. They don't value you. And I know every situation's different, um, but yeah, I just I don't think that I would be able to come back from that because I wouldn't want to put myself through it. But yeah, what about you? Do you think that you could come back from a partner cheating on you? Look, I feel like to everyone that has taken their partner back after they've cheated on them, look, that's what you want to do. Yeah. I don't feel like I could. Yeah. I don't feel like look if they'd slept with someone else, if they'd you know what I mean, they someone else had being with the person that you love who's meant to give you everything and I, they're meant to love you then that trust is betrayed and that's and that's going to it takes a lot to build up and I don't think you can build that up through I can't even know how you could to be honest like how do you build that trust it, back I think it's definitely possible and I know that there's I have friends who have successfully overcome cheating and it was a one time thing and it never happened again Do you think if someone take someone back they're either very secure in themselves and they know what they've got or they're very insecure about themselves I think it's a case by case. It has to be. It has to be a case by case. Because I just feel like I'd be so after that. Like you Imagine said. being deeply in love with your partner and that happens left field and it just kind of shakes you. I don't think it necessarily makes you insecure or not like secure enough. I just think that maybe you just love them so much and are willing to do anything to make the relationship work. And there's yeah. to- there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's not, but, yeah, I've just been through it and I just wouldn't want to put myself through it again. I think the only redeeming thing about... Someone that's cheated and yeah, they're trying to get you back. Yeah, I think the only redeeming thing about cheating or someone trying to get you back after cheating would be if they were 100% honest from day dot. Like They said, I fucked up. I fucked up. I hold my hands up. Yeah. I'm guilty. (laughs) I'm guilty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's try and make this work so it doesn't never happens again. Yeah. And then obviously they put in like an enormous amount of effort, but like even then for me, it's, it's difficult to think about, but yeah, I think honesty is definitely the best policy. The moment, the moment that there's any sort of deceit after cheating, I just think that's all over Red Rover, but that's just me. Everyone's different. And I'm sure that there's plenty of people who like, as I said, like friends of mine who have successful. I've, I've seen it happen before. I know people that have 
like being cheated on and they've taken their partner back and they've and they're happy they've now. grown they're now they're married and that like it can happen but for me I would find it very hard I would I would struggle and maybe that's an ego thing for both of us like I agree we could 100%. be talking totally on ego right now and I think we both probably are <laughs> what I'm not good enough for you you mean that fucking Joe down the corner is him him over this? <laughs> you would say something like that. What? <laughs> but, yeah, I think we're probably talking on ego. I think I'm probably talking on past traumas from cheating incidents. Yeah. And, you know, it's a correlation of all of those things. But, yeah, I think everyone can make that decision in the situation. How amazing has a love and support we've received from Where's Your Head At fam? Honestly, we are so overwhelmed. Obviously, we're a small podcast, so all of the five-star reviews that we've been getting make such a difference to us and help us to grow so much. So we're so grateful for those. Yeah, it's important to see what you guys are loving and what you guys are not loving. So keeping the reviews, we read every single one of them. Yeah, we're reading all of them. So if you get a chance to give us a five-star rating, we would absolutely love that. And we love you guys. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. On our next episode, what are we talking about, Anna? We're talking about first dates. Oof. We're giving you guys our best first date advice, how to nail your first date, places to go, things to talk about, everything you need to know. Look, we've been on a lot of first dates, <laughs> so I think we know what we're talking about some on this good, one. Some bad. Yeah. We can- <laughs> some shockers. But- <laughs> But we're sharing our best tips with you, so stay tuned. We can't wait to talk to you then. Bye. See ya.